0: to 2024's Hometime Daily Takeaway. Thank you very much for listening. It's Bush and Richie here. Uh, As you will hear in this particular episode, you're not a fan of the darts, which has been going on uh, at the moment. If you were, though... To entertain it for a second if you yeah. were to be playing because obviously all the darts players the one that we're all talking about Luke Littler they all have their names you've got Luke the Nuke you've got Phil the Power Taylor is he called Luke the Nuke Luke, Luke the Nuke yes he oh, he does vape <laughs> what would be the Andy Bush darting name The Daily Takeaway Bush and
1: daily takeaway. Well, you
0: may be undertaking dry January. Good luck to you. Or uh, having a go at uh, Veganuary. Uh, it's very much this uh, vogue uh, when you hit the new year to take up a new annuary. Uh, they're two of the more famous ones. Uh, I reckon there must be some other ones out there. What about famanniary? Uh, where you go all, all the way through January, but not seeing any of uh, your partners or your own family.
2: That'd be, what, just kind of isolation? <laughs> isolation. Blissful isolation. Or maybe
0: scroll annuary, where you have a whole month not being on some form of social media, seeing what other people are doing and just living your own life. I don't know if I could do that. But I don't think you could. I I tried doing
2: that, and it was awful. (laughs) It was absolutely awful. I had nothing to speak to people about. You
0: wouldn't be able to do a day, let alone a month, of that.
2: Do you know what? If I was going to do one, right? If I was going to do, like, an annuary, I'd do uh, (laughs) sit-down-to-we-annuary. I, I don't get any time in my house. get no free time whatsoever. I, yep. I've worked out the only time I actually get to myself, funnily enough, to scroll through my phone, needlessly on social media, yep. is going to the loo. So why waste time standing up, going for a wee, sit down, get an extra 10, 15 minutes out so of it. That's a great idea I Make it such a... a- chaotic time of the year. We'll make it an event. Uh, Richard would like to put forward uh,
0: Bill Annuary, uh, which is an entire month uh, where companies are not allowed to send any bills out. Oh, that'd be nice, isn't wouldn't it? Isn't that fantastic? Just give us a break. Isn't there a couple of months towards the end of the financial year where for some reason there isn't council tax and there isn't a water bill? Or is that my imagination?
2: I don't think I'm organised to know when that would actually be, to be honest with you. Is I feel like
0: there is. I feel like I,
2: I don't think you get the full year. I don't think you do the full year in That's council it. tax.
0: I think there's a, it's like a treat month in sort of like March or something rather, where you don't get a but council tax. There's
2: other thing as well where, um, and it's completely misadvertised, where they, they, they talk to you about having a mortgage holiday. It's <laughs> like you can <laughs> sip a martini and just relax by the pool. Have a mortgage holiday. It's ridiculous. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
0: Uh, Brin is suggesting jeanuary, where you only wear jeans. I love that. <laughs> it's
2: great. Double den <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's
2: quite hard to say, but you know what he means. Uh, Carl is not joining in. He says, how about January, a month where you don't start any stupid fads? <laughs> Come on, Carl. Cheery Carl. Cheery old Carl.
0: Uh, Barney, uh, what's, uh, what's the month, the annuary you've got going?
3: Uh, we're going for cheese anuary. Oh, yes. Um, so... What happened this Christmas was my dad came to stay with me. He gave me strict instructions not to buy him anything like uh, a jumper like we normally do. Right. So I thought I'm going to get him a selection of cheese to take home. Uh, so I went to a local supermarket and got small pieces of about seven or eight different cheeses for him. Um, he opened it on Christmas Day. Obviously, it had been in the fridge. Um, Absolutely thought, yeah, brilliant present, uh, fantastic. But unfortunately, Dad forgot to take it and pick it up when he went back home. Uh, And I've also got the cheese in the fridge that he gave me, uh, which he also thought would be a fantastic
2: Christmas present. Now, you you texted us earlier on about this situation, Dr Barney. Can you tell us what word you use to summarise just how much cheese you have in your house right now? I I, I summarise it as a cornucopia of cheese. What a fantastic term that is for 2024. Cornucopia (laughs) of cheese.
3: And last night, uh, last night I had the first dip into my cornucopia. I had uh, the emmental, uh, a good choice. A good choice, I'm sure you uh, you would agree. Yes, um, and shared it with the cats, and they went absolutely mad for it. So um, <laughs> uh, tonight we're looking at Bavarian smoked cheese as the next one uh, in front of the dart. Oh,
0: d- darts, darts and cheese is is my evening as well, Barney. And I'm actually looking forward to sitting down with Ritz crackers and uh, cranberry and Wensleydale. I do love that.
3: Oh, I'm not wild about fruit in Wensleydale. It's a, it's a, it's a divisive thing. That not wild about it, but
2: um, uh, I hope you enjoy it. Do check <laughs> out Absolute Radio Cheese, our brand new digital station. <laughs> <laughs> All the way through Cheese January. That's exactly, and you've got to get these done by. So you, you've got to get this cheese eaten by the end of the month. That's that's the uh, pressure. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, Keep us posted. All right, mate. This is a lot.
1: the daily takeaway. takeaway.
2: I just want to hold my hand up and admit that I wasn't mentally prepared for bin day this morning. Uh, I've let myself down, let the family down. Uh, it's totally totally caught me on the hop. Uh, what, what happened this morning is I missed the main bit of the bin, so like the rubbish, but I did manage to get the uh, recycling in. In the, the indignity of running down the street with the recycling bit, uh, bags which was pretty bad. But what it means is I'm going to be stepping back as the street bin captain in the short term. And, I, and as I said on Twitter earlier, I'm just asking you to respect my privacy at this difficult time. And as a few other people who got in touch this morning who have, have been I don't know caught out a little bit and just caught on the hop by the bin thing this morning yeah I, I, I don't want to be smug but I, I put a reminder in my phone oh, see I need to do the whole reminder thing that's what it is so I don't know if anyone else miss spins has missed bins this week or this morning or whatever I think I might organize a meetup because this has hit me quite hard <laughs> we'll book a church hall this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway
0: uh, tax annuary is what Brad is suggesting. A month Whoa. where you don't declare any income whatsoever. Oh,
2: okay. No, that's better. <laughs> tax annuaries <laughs> are great. I thought <laughs> it was like non-stop yeah. tax. Uh,
0: uh, what are the new annuaries uh,
2: that you are looking at uh, commemorating through January? Uh, Paul Hull in Whitley Bay says, Guys, Happy New Year. I'm pushing for Shatannuary, uh, where the only TV programs and films you watch in January have to feature the brilliant William Shatner. That's very good. <laughs> Thank you for making me say that. <laughs> uh, Peter, what will you be celebrating?
4: Uh, Well, my wife has her birthday smack in the middle of the month uh, and her name is Susan. Um, And everyone's given up everything fun, everything's given up every booze and going out and staying and being miserable. So, instead of just one dull day, what she's done is commandeer the entire month. Uh, It's been going on a few years and it's called Susanuary.
2: Wow, what a great rebrand of... uh, Let's be honest, it's it's a bad month to have a birthday in January, isn't it? It's It's not a great month to have a birthday, as you just pointed out.
4: It's not fine, but she's she's overcome it by just uh, just demanding everything, which which works well.
0: I, I feel like you empower Suzanne Ury,
2: Peter. Peter. Uh, she empowers herself, is what I'd say. He's been down that road before. That line of conversation. <laughs> what what are some of the events on in Suzanne Ury, Then, if we were to look at a calendar of events, Pete, what's going on?
4: Uh, we've had a couple of uh, a couple of evenings already after New Year's Day and after New Year's Eve. We got friends around this evening. We're off to friends at the weekend. Uh, all sorts of things going on. And then there's a couple of surprises lined up for her later. She's probably listening, so I don't want to spoil <laughs> those. Amazing.
2: That's well, a brilliant way of, of uh, getting around the fact that your, your birthday is in a pretty grim, dark month.
4: Yeah, she manages well, funnily enough.
2: And if you're going to be broke for the month after, at least
0: it's a month where there's not many days in it.
4: Exactly, that one day might tip us over the edge this year, but we'll try and we'll try and muddle through. Uh, pass on our best to Susan for Susannery. Thank you very much. Have a good one.
1: The daily takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Been
0: a good suggestion coming in for bed-annuary uh, for the next annuary, uh, a month where we stay in bed all day for this <laughs> dull and dreary month. Uh, this suggestion saying except the 12th and the 23rd, uh, which is wedding anniversary and the birthday.
2: It's a bit John and Yoko, but I like it. This is Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Love the kids and everything. Uh, they're still off, though. It's been a long haul. We love them. It's great to spend time with them, but it has been a long haul. We're nearly there. Uh, I don't know about anyone else, any other parents listening, but I've uh, kind of run out of ideas, pretty much, uh, in terms of how to keep them occupied. But I did the cinema yesterday, yesterday morning, and do you want Fair play to our local Odeon. Uh, they're doing kind of... Fairly recent uh, movies for parents and kids for just three quid each, nice. which, which is good. Uh, we went to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, which I don't know if you've seen, it's absolutely fantastic. I have,
0: yeah, it's very good. It's really,
2: really good. It was kind of cool for me because I mean, I grew up playing a lot of video games when I was a kid, played a lot of Mario Brothers, Mario Kart at university when I was off my nuts. <laughs> Uh, and do you know what? One thing dawned on me when I was watching the film with Thea yesterday morning. That I, in all my years of playing Mario on Nintendo, I'd never thought about it in a million years. It's a question I'd never asked myself, and it's this. How old are the Mario brothers? <laughs> <laughs> like, what age are you having them down as? Because in the movie... I, I guess I've never thought this before because they've never been rendered in such high quality yeah. uh, as they are in the latest movie. But, like, I've always had them down... Well, I've never really thought about it, like... Are they teenagers? But they can't be teenagers. They've both got moustaches and live with their parents. <laughs> How old are they, Mario and Luigi? Um, Genuine there's... question. <laughs> so, they're plumbers.
0: So, they'd had to have finished school and Good then point. started a trade. Yes. So, at the very, very least, they're 16.
2: They've got to be at least 16. What, they would like, done YTS or something?
0: Yes, but then is the frightening thing for the new movie now... If they were around in the 90s as 16-year-olds starting out as their YTS plumbers, and Uh now they've
2: got this career, they're actually pushing 50. Wow, so they're 50-odd, and there's no way they're jumping... See me even try and get off the couch. There's (laughs) no way they're jumping up and down in them pipes. No. I mean, Brian's tweeted to say he reckons late 40s. It explains it in the extended cut of the movie. Very sad. Mario going round through a messy divorce, lost the house and Luigi (laughs) under house arrest uh, because of a fight in a bar. Dean says... Both grown men with moustaches shouldn't be living at home still. Uh, Matt says, in this economy, they'd be lucky to move out in their 60s, let alone their 40s. Don't clash, (laughs) shame them, please, guys. Uh, Spike says, the way they drive those carts around, let's say about 16. They've definitely got an unregistered quad in their garage, too. (laughs) Now, what you've got to remember is that they're
0: Italian, so the school-leaving age, for our YTS theory, might change things a little bit. Yeah. For them, you know, starting all their uh, plumbing.
2: I feel like we're closing in on some kind of finite answer here.
0: Uh, We're getting there. Mark reckons he's got some science to the age, mark uh so based on him first
3: appearing in 81 um which is the year i was born uh i'm 42 so you're looking at him being 58 maybe 59 depending on when he was first sort of appearing really
2: okay so this is based on our theory earlier on that uh they may be say 15 or 16 they've just left school and finished and got their plumbing uh certificates qualifications
0: yeah, so this would be sort of assuming in 81, that they would be about 16, yeah. They'd have to have been an apprentice. They wouldn't have got their corgi boiler safe kind of stuff straight yeah. away, would they? It
2: takes years. So it's night, a load of night courses and all that <laughs> kind of stuff as well. So you saying all that jumping around that they were doing in the movie that I watched yesterday with me five-year-olds, they're 60-odd years old?
3: If they are, they're doing better
1: than I am. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Takeaway... Bush and
2: Richie's daily takeaway. Liam the Trucker says, Bush and Richie. Mario has to be at least 45 with a moustache, as heavy and as long as that, unless the coins have growth enhancers in them. (laughs) (laughs) It's the weirdest comment of the night.
0: Uh, John O's in Norfolk and says, considering their rave theme tune and their love of mushrooms, the Mario (laughs) Brothers are definitely 90s lads.
2: Sounds like they might have hung out with the shaman back in the day. (laughs) Uh, Sophie's on the line with a question about an entirely different aspect of the Mario Brothers. Haven't you, Sophie? Tell us.
1: Oh, Mario and Luigi aren't they
2: mm-hmm.
1: so how can they be the Mario brothers is it Mario Mario
2: that's quite weird isn't it so what one's called Mario Mario and the other one's called Luigi Mario
1: yeah that's, is it me or, or have I missed the point like, or is it Mario's brother I've, I've, I've just suddenly realised that he's he called Mario and his surname is Mario. Aren't there certain cultures like, where,
0: um, like, the first name is actually the family name and the second name is your own name and uh, 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 and this could be the thing?
2: That could be. Is, it, is that in Greece or something yeah. like that? It's some kind of... But they're obviously Italian, I guess.
1: Or is it like Gary Neville's dad, Neville Neville?
2: Some <laughs> 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 well, very good point. The more you think about the Mario brothers, <laughs> it all starts to fall apart. It's, like, it's a riddle within a riddle. <laughs>
1: It is, yeah. So I just suddenly thought, hang on, this doesn't make any sense. I thought, I'm going to text you and see if you've got any answers because I don't.
2: Yeah, you know, this radio show doesn't have any answers, but it's good to have you on. But but, we're prepared to speculate. (laughs) 100%. This is
1: the Daily Takeaway.
0: Takeaway. A little nod to uh, the World Darts Championship final tonight. I can't wait. Every Christmas and New Year to me is dance. Once all the presence of the family stuff has been done, I just love sitting home, watching the darts. Then you've got the afternoon sessions. As well, if you've got the time and everyone's left by then, sitting watching the darts. But tonight's final, Luke versus Luke, Littler versus Humphreys. Everyone's heard about Luke Littler, sixteen-year-old. It's his World Championship debut. Preparing with a ham and ham and egg omelette and pizza uh, who, for this big thing tonight. Who him
2: or you? He is. Oh right, <laughs> I don't know whether you were just getting someone in.
0: <laughs> it's an incredible story. It's it's amazing.
2: It, I mean, as people have alluded to uh, in the, in the past twenty minutes on Home Time, talking about the Marylebone. Others, uh, he 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 he's, he must have been able to get into pubs for quite some years. Like that lad, you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's incredible. I don't get dance. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't I don't understand the big. Thing. Do you know what I mean? What is it you don't get That How you play the game or...? I played it a bit over Christmas, weirdly. We went to one of them electric dark places. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, what's What's the big thing about it? Do you know what I mean? Why would you do that? I, I, if I get incarcerated, brilliant. Yeah. I'll play that in the common room. <laughs> but I ain't, I ain't sitting there watching it, that's for sure. Is it the maths that you don't like? The counting down from 501 to zero? Well, if that's involved, then I'm definitely out. But best of luck, Luke.
1: This is the Daily Takeaway. If
2: you're one of the 15 people in the United Kingdom that doesn't have a cold, cheers for listening and what's your secret? Uh, It's a quieter day
0: today than it was yesterday with Storm Hank uh, rambling around. Uh, I woke up this morning and looked out in the garden to uh, see that Storm Hank had passed through uh, and had managed to open our shed door overnight. Nosy old Hank. Nosy old Hank, but of course it had been blowing on the hinges all night. So when I went out to try and sort it, the hinge had been somewhat warped and bent. So I thought, well, the easy way to fix this uh, is for two of us uh, to go out to the garden. Uh Uh, One of us to push the shed door from the outside, the other to push back from the inside, uh, and then the hinge uh, will bend its way back to how it should be, and
2: everything's sorted. Why am I sensing £250 (laughs) from you being framed? (laughs) What could possibly go wrong?
0: So I went inside, uh, Natalie is outside trying to push the door, uh, and then it's done. Uh, And I said, right, well, just lock it for a second and I'm going to bang the hinge with a mallet uh, and then it should all be fine. Cue the phone ringing from inside. She's working from home. Oh, hang on, I need to get that. That's the work phone. I'm locked in the shed. So what, she just ran off for of the work phone and left you in there? Well, I assumed, because I thought, well, I've got a bit of banging away to do with the mallet here, so we're going to be fine. She's only going to answer that phone and then come back out again in about 60 seconds or so. I was out there for 10 minutes. Oh, my
2: word. And 10 minutes inside, uh, you know, a locked thing like that, like Harry Houdini. Yes. That, that would get your heart racing a little bit. <laughs> I
0: know. 10 minutes in my shed. Now, it's not as if it's a strange place. It's all my property in there. But it's, it's, it's not March. It's not April or May or June. It's January. Have you, got win- have you got windows on, in your shed? Two windows, but both both windows are kind of obscured by all the crap <laughs> that's in there that has
2: just <laughs> built up. Do you know what, if you were in there with the A-Team that'd have be been a speedboat or something, wouldn't it? That'd it would perfect be perfect for MacGyver or the A-Team.
0: The worst thing was, I was there with my camping mallet, trying to then bend me hinges back. Uh, <laughs> and by the time she come back out and release me from the shed, I hadn't done a thing, they're still
2: bent. So it's still not working, the whole still thing, despite
0: not, the incarceration? I'm going to have to take the I'm shed door off its hinges just if anyone cares just to fix them.
2: Well, do you know what? It, it, it can have an effect on you. I remember, um, I may have mentioned this before on the show, but one of my dear friends, uh, Andy Lamore, uh, I went to school with him in, in Torquay. He got he got locked. He worked at uh, the Burger King and Fleet Walk in Torquay back in the day when we were at school. <laughs> and he went upstairs to the loo or whatever, and, and some like you know one of those lockers that you have for your stuff when you're yeah. a member of staff? That fell on the door when he went <laughs> to the loo, and he got locked in the toilet upstairs for like a t- couple of hours. I genuinely think that being locked
0: in is is worse than being locked out. Because if you're locked out of something, you're like, oh... You could go somewhere else. I can't go in. I'll just go home. Well, you yeah. gotta go somewhere else. If you're locked in, that's it. You're locked in.
2: Well, he he now I think still to this day has kind of some kind of fear of of enclosed spaces because of what we call the Burger King incident.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. And Daily Takeaway. Uh,
2: Mark
0: has a horrific story of being deadlocked in the back of his own van. <laughs>
2: Some people have paid good money for
0: that. Uh, the, uh, the wind blew the door shut. Security locks fitted. The key was in his pocket. He had to get someone to cut a hole in the roof so he could get out. I feel
2: bad laughing now.
0: Uh, Simon says, When I first moved to Reading, I got on a bus and unfortunately fell asleep. Uh, we're asking you about the times you got locked in something. that uh, says, When I woke up, I found myself on the top deck of the bus with no lights on and inside the bus station had to open the windows on the top deck and shout to get someone's attention. You do
2: get an insight into areas you normally wouldn't gain access. Uh, Andy in Nottingham's got a terrifying story. He says, my first Saturday job was when I was 16. I got locked in a toy shop at the end of the day. I was getting changed in the toilet and all the lights went out and I thought it was a prank. Complete darkness when I came out and realised I'd been locked in the toy shop. Security finally let me out after I tried to tell a passing member of the public what had happened. They laughed loads at me but finally informed security. I was scarred for life about it but I laugh about it now. (laughs) Imagine that, trapped in a toy shop. Uh, Could be a dream for some. Uh, Ellen,
0: where do you get locked in?
5: Um, I worked in the bank in the late 80s and to earn extra money we used to go around on the weekend if anything went wrong with any of the cash point machines like paper got stuck or money like that we used oh. to go around and unlock them and this particular branch we went into we said, so we went into the room and as the door closed, I looked I said oh, there's not a handle on the inside <laughs> and the girl I was with said, oh no, there must be let's do what we need to do and then, you know we'll we'll sort it out so when we turned around to look, there was no door, there was no phone there was nothing, an so we were literally confined in there so all to do is, you know the bit where you put your card in? Yeah. We pulled it out, and like, when someone came to put their card in, we grabbed their card and just said, hi, can you phone the police to let us out? <laughs> <they> <laughs> <want to talk. laughs>
2: I would genuinely think I was on a hidden camera TV show. Beetle's <laughs> about. Beatles about. about. Someone, yeah, that's
5: what people were saying. They're saying, is this Beatles about? We said, no, generally we're locked in here. But about, I don't know, 10 or so people just wouldn't do anything to help us. And then oh. finally some. we put a little note we wrote on the paper that you get as your receipt. We wrote, please you know, help us put our names. This man, he called the police, the police turned up and the guy said, give me the keys and I'll put the key through and I'll open the door. And I said, you can't because we've put the deadbolt on, we've locked we've the chains across, we've done what? everything we should do. Wow. For about, we were there for about six hours because I had to call um, in people with, um, you know, the, the things to cut the locks and everything like that.
2: This needs to be made into a Netflix series. Yes. I, I need to be <laughs> watching this on Netflix in the next six months or so. But I
5: wanted to keep this quiet. I didn't want to tell anyone. I said it was so embarrassing. Let's not tell anyone. But on the Monday morning, it was on page three of The Sun. Wow. <laughs> you know, they do a funny uh, story. in holler in the walls, those two bank girls. I,
2: I was thinking a uh, uh, working title for a name, The Girl in the Cash Point. <laughs> <laughs> what about that?
5: And then have I got news for you on Friday night featured it as one of their stories, you know, the headline and they yeah. wanted to know. So I didn't live that down for years. Ellen, for years.
0: what was what was the branch? It's obviously so long ago now. Where was it?
5: It was Soho Square, so it's right in the centre of London. Oh, is
2: that the name yeah. of the bank?
5: No, no, it was Barclays Bank.
2: Oh, I thought it was Leeds Building Society or something like that <laughs> yeah, from back Barclays in the day.
4: Bank,
5: Soho Square branch. Awesome. So I'll never forget it. I can't walk past there without getting a bit of a <laughs> I
0: bet. <laughs> Feeling better about getting locked in the shed earlier on with the number of people that have also got locked in places. Uh, Chris, where were you locked in?
1: Uh, I managed to get myself locked in a toilet at Machu Picchu after walking three days to get there.
2: (laughs) Now, just to confirm, this isn't a restaurant, this is the actual, uh, what is it, an area? (laughs) The actual Inca Trail. Inca Trail.
1: So three and a half days, you know, walking up massive Great Ranges and um, one was called the Dead Woman's Path. and we get there and we get up at dawn to see the sun come through the the gate and um, it's all wonderful and then we take lots of photos and then we are getting ready to get the bus down to the, the town and um, I went into the toilet cubicle and it didn't have the little handily bit on the slidey bit if you know what I mean so I used my finger just to push the lock across and then obviously when I came to get out there was nothing <laughs> to pull it
2: backwards what well, an iconic place so, to get locked in I don't think there's <laughs> anywhere more iconic than that do well, you know what
1: I mean but then I don't like causing a scene and then I had to kind of try and I was trying to kick the door out and these girls were going, what's going on? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm locked. I'm locked.
0: I don't <laughs> think you can go kicking things around Machu Picchu. No, yeah. Know, Historical felt, site. dreadfully
1: like a vandal. But uh, I think you may have
2: an- angered the, the gods off. and brought on a hurricane or something. I, Do you I, know
1: what I mean? I, I, I may have. I may have. I know they've restricted numbers there now. And that, that's <laughs> maybe
2: <laughs> It's you, these Brits coming over and wrecking their carsies. <laughs> yeah. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So there's the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Uh, obviously tonight you are going to be watching the, uh, the the darts as you mentioned in the show, mm. uh, Richie. And you were talking about he he's going to prepare then Luke with this pizza.
0: Yes, uh, he has a pizza and a ham and cheese uh, omelette to prep for every single round he
2: plays. I'd, maybe I do like him a bit more than uh, <laughs> I said earlier on. Oh, are you gonna? How are you gonna do with this? How, what's your normal um, darts watching thing? Uh, because it's always the World Championship is always on
0: over Christmas and New Year. Uh, so there's always cheese in the house. So yeah, it will be cheese. And Ritz biscuits, uh, and uh, and a glass of red, uh, and the darts on the telly tonight. Yeah. So, how long does a darts match take? Depends how many uh, legs uh, legs and sets you're playing. But uh, tonight's his first to seven, so it could be a good couple of hours. Oh wow, is it that long?
2: Is yeah. It, this, this is the problem, right? I love baseball. I love American football. Not so hot on football at the moment because of Everton. <laughs> to be honest with you, but it's like, how do you get those? How do you get the telly for that amount of time? That's my issue. Sneaky (laughs) iPads. (laughs) Kitchen. Kitchen, okay, fair (laughs) enough. It all becomes clear.